0: Holy Guacamole is the sponsor of this episode of the Indie Christian Music Podcast. Holy Guacamole is another amazing card party game brought to you by the same people as cards Christians like the insanely popular party game. If you're worried about these party games that are hanging out in, in the aisles of your local store, then you don't have to worry about this one. This one, Holy Guacamole, is great for your small group, your church group your youth group, your family group, your friend group, whatever. It's going to be a good time. Now, you might be wondering, Jonathan, what is holy guacamole? Well, you get a deck of cards with people, places, and things. That's right, just your basic nouns. And you must get your friends to guess as many as possible in a single round. Well, what's what's the catch? You might be wondering. Well, each round, the rules are changing. So you might want to check this out. See what those rules are. You can go to the link in my bio to go support this project. It's already fully funded, so it's, it's happening. But if you want the special deals that are on this page, then you better go check it out right now. They've already done this successfully with two other games that are insanely popular. So go ahead and jump on board. Go check the link in my bio. It helps support this uh, podcast and the page. Thanks so much again to Holy Guacamole. What a fun name. Welcome back to the second episode of the Indie Christian Music Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Allen Wright. Today, I'm so excited to have another one of my friends, Gwil Davy, on the podcast. Gwil, well, he's a singer-songwriter, a worship leader, originally from Wales, but has moved around places, including Bordeaux and North London. He's now based in Norfolk. But he is also a two-time chill-hop slash lo-fi song of the year nominee with TMMP awards and a Step Forward Awards. Sorry you didn't win them, buddy. We'll get to that, actually, in the podcast. Gwill is passionate about biblical lyrics. He strives to make his songs as biblical as possible and make them upward-facing, as well, and focused completely on Jesus. He is rooted in the acoustic, lo fi, chill hop scene, but he drifts out of his comfort zone and releases a different sound when he needs to. He actually just released a song recently called What If. He also has another one called Face Like Lightning that you should check his music out. But enough delay, let's jump right into my conversation with the Gwill Davy. We are sitting here now with Gw- Gwillem? Is that the full name? Gwillie. Oh, you went full name. That's I went brave. full name. I started. Uh, I decided I would flex the ability to say the full name. Oh, well, you said Davey it wrong. But you know, it's okay. oh no! <laughs> Cut the podcast. It's over. Quit, no quit, more. Quit. I'm out. Okay, okay. Correct me then. I thought it was like Gwillem. Like it's you're quit. pretty close. You're pretty
1: close. Oh. It's it's Gwillim. Guillem, oh, yeah, it's man. subtle. So you're good. I'm,
0: this is just—we're off to a rocky start right now. I get it if you just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, it's good. It's like me calling oh, you Jonathan. You know? Jonathan, yes. you know, it's
1: close. It's not quite. I'm not quite do, there.
0: okay. I mean, not to make this all about me right away, but I've known—I've <laughs> <laughs> known a lot of guys who spell Jonathan really sh- in different ways. Like, I've got the classic J O N A T H A N. But I've known J O H N A T H A N. Yeah. I've known a J O N A T H O N, like you just said. So you know. But, Why but fix it really... if it's not broken, you know. Go, it, that's go what original. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you there's only one Gwilim. Am I saying that better? Is that is that closer?
1: Well, there might be only one in your life. I think there's uh, there might be more but, than one in Wales.
0: But is there are there variations of the spelling?
1: Oh right. Um you know what? I don't know. I well, don't know. You you caught me short. I'm not sure.
0: Well, this is a got you podcast. I'm here to really well, get you with the tough questions. <laughs> now the nation of <laughs> Wales knows. Yeah, they're they're gonna be so embarrassed right now. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so how could how could our boy do this to us? Uh, okay, I think. It's pretty obvious probably to people at this point that this is not our first time meeting. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. We just really hit it off as friends immediately, points five seconds in. It's just so natural. Um, wow. How do they do it? Wow. The, 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 the podcast chemistry is unbelievable. So, um, I was trying to think about this before um, hopping on here. I was going through your, your music catalog. And I was trying to think of the first time that I heard your your music. And it definitely was the How Precious song with, sure, with yeah. Caleb Lockwood. Yeah. But that one was, I mean, you had done Arise already. You had done Yahweh with Jemima Payne. And then you had done an acoustic Arise, if I'm looking at it correctly. So before, so How Precious like went kind of crazy it got placed by spotify and you and i've talked a little bit about that but what like as far as how big of a shift was that for you because sometimes i think people think like i'll immediately get placed by spotify and then all the work will be done for me and i will have a million followers so like it's obviously you've still had to put in a lot of work after that but with how precious what was that whole thing like when it went there
1: yeah man it's um it's actually mad because caleb and i we we didn't expect spotify to place it i mean it was placed on a it's a weird playlist because some people will have some songs on that playlist and others will have different songs on that playlist um i can't remember what it's called um but yeah it's on one of those And to this day, it's still on that playlist, which I'm blown away by. Um, And I have no idea how or why that got on, because there's so much more that could have been done with that song, both lyrically and uh, musically, production-wise, that I don't think it ever got to, okay, we're done, but it got to a point where I, I love this song Caleb loved this song, let's get it out. I think that's that's how we got there. It was so long ago now. Yeah. Um but yeah, that, that's that story came that story, that song came from me just being sat down with Psalm 139 open and a guitar on my lap. And uh that's literally how it came about and it came quite naturally. And I met Caleb through do you remember Clubhouse? Do you remember the five minutes Clubhouse yes, had?
0: Club Clubhouse had it's like one month of everyone it did. being like, we've got to have it. You so know? I was
1: in a room with Caleb and a bunch of other indie guys. I think Jonathan Ogden was in there somewhere. Um, and some sorry, i some. sorry, I've never heard of him. Well. No. Have you not? Well, he, he's <laughs> no he's, up he's up and coming. He's up and coming. You'll proud hear about him soon. Him. I really yeah, hope yeah. he does well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Jogden. Jogden was in and uh, Caleb was talking about how he doesn't really want to look professional um, in his Spotify profile and how he wants to be authentic and stuff like that. And i that really resonated with me at that point because I was maybe at what, maybe 50 listeners a month, which, you know, I was very grateful for um, and still would be now. And that really resonated. And I connected with him. Uh, He, he kind of polished off the lyrics. He, he helped production wise because I wasn't really producing uh producing at that point um and yeah that really kick started that's i think that's a, that's my most streamed song still um and yeah still still it's still a blessing to to, to my spotify page <laughs> let's put yeah, it that way <laughs> yeah.
0: it's nice when you when you get one and you're like there it is it'll yeah, pull yeah, a few yeah. people in and then and it's not brought in millions
1: this... but you know
0: yeah well you, you i I have not been placed by the Spotify algorithm yet. Mm. Those overseers have not blessed my <laughs> Spotify page yet. They haven't sprinkled those listeners in. Yeah. But I I've, I had I did have the song Doors and Tombstones that went like much further than any of my other stuff. And it's hard sometimes to look at people and be like, "Hey, thank you for listening so much for, to this song." I would really like it if you listened to the yeah, other yeah. 12 over here, you know. But it's the song How Precious is really good, um, by the way. Like, I mean, it it deserved that placement. But then you released. I mean, I, lo- I started looking and you do like singles, you know. Mm. You're very organized, which I laugh. I'm glad it's. <laughs> I'm so Does, glad it seems it not that, that way, bro. For you? No, it's so not organized, man.
1: Um, basically. <laughs> Last, Tell me your I theories. There, 2021 and 2022. That it was basically oh, songs finished. I'll get it out in four weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, and I then feel that. Always, I might write a song. Oh, I might you know produce this one. Oh, it's finished. I'll get it <laughs> yeah. out in four weeks. <laughs>
0: so that's it's. I'm glad it looks organized.
1: Well, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> I say it looks organized in comparison to mine. Mine is like a battlefield. <laughs> it is like, wait, why is there a Beach Boys? cover between <laughs> this worship song and then a paul simon song this doesn't okay make any sense. yeah i see you what, you what mean. i'm saying i see what you mean. so at least you look you look focused and you are focused it's very nice your album cool. covers they have like this nice color thing going on it looks like you know exactly what you're aiming for oh great so <laughs> it, it worked out. great i'm so glad yeah yeah i've got i've got i've got a goal you know and it's yeah, your marketing team's really working you know? oh
1: yeah yeah good team of one maybe two on a good month
0: <laughs> okay so this is this is really funny though that you're saying this because you're you're saying that when you have had a song you would be like it's got to go out now i've finished it let's distribute it let's push it do you still feel that way or do you are you like trying to resist it because i feel like i've been trying to resist just putting everything out in a hurry
1: yeah that's a good question um I think with the EP that I did, it was a it was a struggle to kind of keep... I think it was yours, the one I did with you, and the yeah. other one I did with Caleb that I didn't release um, before it came out. Um, and I didn't like that. I don't know what it is about it, but I prefer releasing singles. I'm yeah. not very good at staying in a genre. I can't do that. Um, I like experimenting and doing different things with instruments. Otherwise, yeah. I just feel like I'll just make the same thing twice. Yeah. So you, you may have seen that with Face Like Lightning and then What If. Two very different songs.
0: Two, They could not be more different, but they're exactly. also both really, really good. By Thank the way. you, man.
1: Yeah, so uh, two different guys worked on them, um, as well as myself, obviously. But, I mean, What If would have been very out of place if it was in a project with Face Like Lightning yeah um yeah. which is why i prefer working in singles i think it pushes my my brain um and pushes my musicality which i enjoy i enjoy doing that i don't just listen to lo-fi i don't just listen yeah. to um r&b rap whatever you like shout out lj the messenger oh, so nice, good dude. he's so he's so good man. so good um so i don't just like listen to a set genre in the same way i don't just i don't just write
0: that you know yeah yeah, I, I can, I don't know how much I can relate. I, I find myself accidentally sticking in one genre and thinking, you know, like, oh, man, this year I'm going to put out a folk album. You know, and notice I went to the deep southern accent for you, Quill, right there. I appreciate that. Uh, you mate. may not be yeah. able to tell the difference, though. It, so it was, you all sound the same to me. I knew it. I knew it. It's just impossible. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm kind of like, I want to do a folk album. No, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do maybe like a, a rock type feel. And then I still wind up doing almost the same genre mm. that I stick with, very 80s influenced. And so I really appreciate the fact that you, for example, you did Face Like Lightning. It was this just lo fi slow jam, it felt. And. Then you did What If, and I mean, I texted you right away. It was like, this is like this is so good. It's wildly unexpected, <laughs> um, but it's been pretty awesome. So what was that process like on What If specifically, since it's your most recent? like, How did that start happening mm. and wind up this way? It took a while.
1: Well, it took a while. It took longer than a lot of songs have for me. I had a riff in my head, so that opening riff. I had that progression, which is when I play quite a lot of church. It's a simple kind of C shape, slide up to the D, slide up to an E minor. It's not difficult. uh, But I just had that uh, in my head for a long time. And I hadn't really... Well, I suppose You Are My Piece is a similar kind of theme. Um, But I didn't really have one that was about questioning and doubting Mm. and struggling with... Well, in our situation, in the church situation, the community, the charity I work for, provision, you know, and struggling with us not seeing it the way we want it, and and God's doing it the way he wants, you know, which yeah. is is what he does. He doesn't do stuff that the way we want because it would go wrong. <laughs> um <laughs> So it was it's about that, and um it was really cool. So I had this riff, and that's literally all I had for the whole song, and my wife who who's you'll know, is the wives are the best critics. Yes. So I had this and I was singing the song and she was like, well, that's a little bit boring. That guitar part's really <laughs> annoying.
0: <laughs> and I was like... I'm "Like, we, we married the same type of person. That's very obvious, <laughs> just from that statement.
1: And that's so helpful, because um, otherwise yeah. I would have just released it with just an acoustic guitar and maybe a piano. And I spent so yeah. long trying to play around with that and, and figure out how to not make it annoying and things like that. And I had no idea. Until... Uh, someone reached out to me to sing us, put some some vocals on a track for them. um Jubal Collective, yeah. um And so I did that, and then I was like, "Oh, cool! You're you're a really good producer. Do you wanna do you wanna collab sometime?" He's like, "Yeah, shoot a song over." So I was like, "Oh, perfect." So um shot what I what if over to him, and I sent him some kind of example tracks. I love King's Kaleidoscope, so I sent some yeah. King's Kaleidoscope songs over. I wanted to kind of fuse my fi genre in with a kind of more heavy um guitar driven um yeah. sound and i think he did that perfectly you've Dude, got yeah
0: it's that's what was so interesting is you know you said you didn't feel like face like lightning and what if could be on the same project and i think there's enough overlap in in it that they could show up it would just have to be very specifically like Kind of morphing and twisting through lo fi and rock kind of mm. stuff, but it's still obviously your style and your writing, but then in a very new way, which was really cool it felt see. it felt
1: like a shift
0: it definitely yeah. felt like a shift um is that like a genre or a style that you could see yourself like sticking in, or was it like, oh, this is one, and then like we'll We'll see what happens after. Yeah, no, I'd
1: love to. Um, for various reasons, because I love, like I said, Kings and Citizens, who are kind of similar. Yeah. I like listening to them and uh, Charles, who is Jubal. He's a really cool guy and a great producer, and I loved working with him. Um, so I'd love to work with him again. The only thing with it is, I'm, I'm just myself. You know, I don't have yeah a big team behind me. I don't have a bunch of musicians behind me. So doing something like that live. Uh, will be really difficult, and I'm finding myself <laughs> yeah. get more live um gigs offered to me, which you know yeah. is praise God. Um, but yeah, I can't really play electric bass and drums at the same time. So kind of navigate. I that.
0: totally. I had. I just had this conversation. I had. I had a cup of coffee with Spencer Annis last. What a week. legend! Yeah, dude. He's he's amazing, and he's actually working on mixing two of my songs right now, mm. which I was really excited about. But he he and I sat down, and I I asked him, I was like, "What do you know about like performing live? You know anything?" And he was like, "No, I don't know anything about it." And, and we were both talking about the fact that that's one of the hardest things with with guys like you and me and him is we kind of end up sitting in a room and we might get some people to play, you know, like you had Mellow play saxophone on face like lightning. I get my friend Blake to play guitar all the time, but it's not like we're in a studio with a full band that we're like, all right, let's hit the road. We're going on tour. We're able to do these songs to the like exact potential that it can be. And that sometimes feels weird, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, Have you tried to see what you could do on that song, like acoustic? Because that might be really interesting.
1: Before I released it, um, I did it acoustically uh, at uh, Jemima Payne's uh, EP tour, when she dropped by um, the city I live in,
0: and I opened for her. She's going to play a show with Martin Smith, by the way. Yeah, t- that's tonight,
1: see? man. That's mad.
0: Is that tonight? No way. Can I just
1: that's say crazy. I was I was there first? Can I just say that? Oh, <laughs> she sang for me. She opened for me first. Um, yes, yes, But anyway, yes. man, yes. Yeah, so I <laughs> I played it on acoustic for, for when I opened for her um, a couple months ago, and it it was cool, man. It went okay. It's high. It's so high. <laughs> it's high. Dude. It's so high. So I'm like, it's got to, it's got to be one of the first in the set list. Um, but what I've, what I've come to the conclusion around this kind of, I won't sound the same live as I do on Spotify is just be excellent at them on acoustic, do something yeah. different, experiment with it in particular with when I've got, um, how precious, which is just so easy on acoustic. I can do that eyes closed, know it like the back of my hand Yeah, and I, I'm confident on that. That can be like the main focus of it and then the rest i can just do what i want with them and yeah if people like them go listen to them they'll either be surprised or disappointed if they're disappointed then they'll come see me live again you know if if yeah. if that ever happens <laughs> uh but yeah that's just my my thoughts on it and i'm talking to charles about um using tracks and whether that's mm-hmm. a thing i can do in the future whether that's doable we i've never done it a, yeah. as a worship pastor or anything like that So, that's completely new to me. Um,
0: It's kind of a scary thing. Like, you know, the worship team that I've been on, we've never used tracks. And I've kind of used them maybe when I've done some, like, live stream stuff. But even then, it's scary. Because you are like, am I going to lose my place? Like, Mm -hmm. is it going to glitch out and freak (laughs) out? And suddenly, it's That happened to me.
1: That happened to me last September. I was on a team for a conference and they weren't my team. I was just there as like a, a guitar guy, jump on an instrument guy if someone's ill or something go. like that, which I did have to. <laughs> um, and then on the last day, I was I was like free. The drummer had come back. We found a better electric guitar player. And they were like, oh, do you want to sing? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll sing. So led a couple songs and I got lost in the first one. And oh, no. one guy l- went off correctly then his wife who was also singing followed me and so there's three <laughs> vocalists singing different things and oh bro oh, that just man. and
0: there's video correct <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: praise man. the lord there is not no, video there is not it. no um no worship fails are coming for me brother sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know i i've got the connection i will send it so fast if i found <laughs> yeah, it. yeah that's why i'm thankful <laughs> Oh, okay, so now as far as leading worship, you work for a nonprofit right now, but you also have led worship, and you went to school for something worship adjacent. I can't remember right now. There Sh- it is, shout London out. School of Theology.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of of background. I grew up in a church that had a piano and had a pianist lead the songs, no singer, um, and then. Went. This is long story short. Then we oh, moved. you good. good. We moved to France. My parents are missionaries down there, and uh, lived there for a while. Then I f- heard of this thing for, called um Soul Survivor Conference, which is big in the news right now. We won't get into into why, but uh, you may have heard of it for various yeah. reasons. And uh, I discovered oh there's a there's a thing called called worship bleeding. and at that <laughs> point having not really experienced it. I I caught onto it and latched onto it for some reason. Um, And so thought about that for for a little while, did a gap year, um, did an internship at a church where I was part of the um, music team, but also youth team. And they then made me responsible for starting a more contemporary service for young adults. Hmm. And so that's where I really got my first worship leading experience. And that was... That was quite late on, to be honest. I was twenty, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's when I first led worship. Liked it, enjoyed it, found there was some gifting in there, and then I literally Googled theology and worship because I didn't just want to do worship. I wanted some some meat to it. Yeah. Um. So found LST. Uh. Did three wow. years there. Met my amazing wife there. Um. Then found a job as a worship pastor in London. Spent two years there, now moved out to Norwich, where, like you said, yeah, I work for a non-profit, for a charity, I'm a youth worker, but also kind of involved in church with with, uh, worship and and music there as well. And you know, it's great, man. I'm very on board with people working in the gifts that they have, and and it's a gifting that the Lord has given me, leading worship, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's it's clear too that it's like, just, really led to you becoming also just better at your talents as well, because even just kind of scrolling through, your Spotify, and listening through, there's like elements of worship style music, but then there's also you're seeing some different creative avenues linked into that, Um, but speaking. Of worship songs, you probably know what my favorite song of yours is. Do you know what it is, Quill? I, I know what it is. Do you know what it is? I think I'll say it, and you'll be like, "Oh boy, it's, it's with Christian Singleton," and it is Dawn to Oh West. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I dude, I, that one I probably texted you too much about. If I'm being <laughs> honest, I might have might have gone too far. That's all good, man. Uh, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I like it too. That song, dude, I... It is... That song feels congregational. Mm. It it feels like a worship song. And yeah, there have was... You, um, have you done that? I have done
1: it, yeah. There was a time where I was just wanting to write for the church and only wanting to write congregationally. And um it wasn't a conscientious shift. I yeah. didn't decide to not write for the church at a certain point. It just, you know, things change. But that one... um, yeah, that was back when I was working with a friend of mine who also studied at the same Bible College Seminary as me, called Jamie, and he was doing some producing for me. And he was he was strongly involved in in that sound in the church he attended and the teams he was part of. And he was brilliant at producing that, really good, as you hear on Dawn Till Dusk, as you hear yeah. on. He produced Arise as well. Um, you'll hear the kind of similarities and oh, yeah, uh, yeah you're i right i didn't song. realize that yeah 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 so that those are the two kind of congregational worship songs that i have i have tried like jehovah at church before but it's not it, it's it's way
0: too chill it's way too lo fi <laughs> 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 too low fi i mean you know if someone broke out like jehovah at a worship conference while i was there i'd be pretty happy to hear it well I, I would be delighted I, to hear it at a conference yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd be like oh I, conference, I did you know. that one. <laughs> Oh, wait a second <laughs> i know that song hang on i love how i put it at the biggest possible thing a conference for some reason and was like yeah i'd be pretty happy to hear well, it well you never know um, you never got christian know what stanfield will singing it yeah yeah exactly that's what i'm saying i'm right here near georgia what was the, it might what was make the its question? way down there what was your question yeah. I can't
1: remember what you asked me. Something about Dawn Till Dusk." Oh, uh, Christian Singleton. I was
0: asking about uh, that being done congregationally, and you did Mm. answer that. You said you had you had tried it. Perfect. Also, Um, shout
1: out to Christian um, because she's another great indie artist. Um, She's been so helpful with uh, songs. She also helped out with "Like Jehovah." She did the the synth line on "Like Jehovah" actually, and contributed a lot to that song. So, um, if you're listening. Go find Christian Singleton. She just put a song out today, actually. Friday the 12th. Oh, wow. She's got a song out with LJ and Matthias Reese, who's another guy I've, I've worked with before.
0: Yeah, let's see. He, he did like the remix on Arise. something correct. Yes. Yeah, he remixed okay.
1: Arise. He also produced um, Yahweh with me and Jemima. Um But wow. yeah, the Arise remix, it was kind of a curveball for him because it's in six, I believe. Um, Uh-oh. if I'm correct yeah that's exactly what he said <laughs> he was like I've not done this before this might he's be interesting saying, why would you ask me to do this so there's a t- there's a time signature change between the instrumental part and the vocal part I think and it, it's really it really threw me when he sent it and I was like oh that's cool I like how yeah. different that is he's great man I love Matthias Really I don't good.
0: think I've connected with him, but you I should, might
1: bro He's great. Need to. And whoever's yeah. listening who hasn't connected with Matias, go find him on Instagram. He's cool.: Go find him. He's a cool I'm Argentinian down. man.
0: I, I found out, I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe two weeks ago, I saw a TikTok that uh, that Christian put up, and I had this realization, I was like, I think we live in the same state. You do, bro? You do. <laughs> yeah we, yeah, so she's from North Carolina.: And
1: do you know who else does? Um. Oh no. Uh oh. Who, who, Do who, you who know is it? who else? Does? Who is it? I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm. I need to. I need to look this up.
0: Hang on. We didn't know it, but Carolina was this hub of hub of indie, indie music. Kelsey, All three of us. Kelsey oh, J. Kelsey no. J's is in North what? Carolina as well. No way. I'm
1: pretty sure. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure. I did not know that. Sorry, Kelsey. we you didn't have want your a, location uh... divulged.
0: <laughs> We're just doxing everybody. Yeah, here. go get <laughs> Yeah, here's their address real quick. Hey, this is a really random question. Do it. This is this is really off the rails. But I told you going in, this is all conversational. So some of it is just going to be curiosity. I my my wife tells me that I have a lot of interest in a lot of things, which means that I don't focus well on just <laughs> one thing. Um, so here's the question I have for you: If if creating and writing music was not on the table, what is something that like you have the weirdest like, interest in? For me, it's board games. I love board games. Can't get enough of them. Weirdest interest? Yeah. Does just it have weirdest to be weird? Stuff. Not necessarily weird, but I'm like, would you have looked at me and been like, that guy, well, maybe you would have. You might have looked at me and said, that guy likes board games, <laughs> but that feels like stereotyping. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's He wears glasses.
1: He must like board yeah, games.
0: Big guy, glasses, beard. I bet he likes board games. You play it's Dungeons like and Dragons? as Well, right. Like I bet. I hear your accent, and I'm just like, I bet he likes a spot of tea. You know, it's,
1: it's <laughs> 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 This was coffee. Can I just say, this was coffee? Yeah. Oh no. um No, I do like. I do like tea. I do like tea, but oh, we don't man. need to get into Called that now. It. I knew it. That's um, the hobby. Oh man, what would it be? This yeah. might get political. Not for the That's, reasons ooh. you think. Um Uh-oh. but I like a sport called football. And it's called football Uh-oh. because you play it with your feet. My I'm dear American to brothers talk about and sisters. This on here. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 into my sports. Um I follow NFL. I um follow British Premier League football. I used to play a little bit. Um Still try to, but you know, once you, you're over 25, you, you, it, it gets a little bit harder. You're like, my body
0: doesn't work the yeah, same way I used to. I'm
1: not as good as I used to be. And my feet now, don't Now, I will do. tell
0: you, Gwil, my body never let me play football anyway. <laughs> so I don't feel like I'm missing out much like you are. I mean, you're, you know? not,
1: you're not missing out much. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's, it's not fulfilling. Um, uh, I mean, I, I was never at the point of doing that, even semi pro, nowhere near. Um, I just enjoyed doing it. I played for a youth team. I played for a Christian team here in Norwich. Um, yeah, I just, I just enjoy it. I just didn't. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, did that,
0: that start like pretty early too? Like, I mean, you said your, your fascination with like worship leading and that side of it wasn't until like college. Yeah. It was, that was
1: only like eight, nine years ago now. Um, yeah. Which doesn't feel like that long ago but you know in grand scheme of things yeah. some people start when they're 12 um football start, i mean i've always enjoyed it i follow manchester united um and i've followed them since i was maybe like 4 or 5 years old and when i was in in wales um which for the less geographic ge- geographic that's a big word geographically inclined is the yeah. little bit that sticks really out of england um yeah. yeah i'm trying to, i'm trying to sound like my accent but it's not going well <laughs> So <laughs> when I was in Wales, I tried to play rugby, but you might be able to tell I'm not. I'm not built for rugby. Um, I
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm it not. It might be possible. <laughs> Break me I in. Don't, I'm not all that familiar with rugby. Um,
1: it's American football without pads.
0: Yes, and more violent. It sounds like uh, American football with courage. Is <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen some rugby stuff, and I'm just like yuck y'all can have it that I, friends I, episode I, right yeah with the <laughs> you know red probably, ross the only the only point of reference anyone has for it. <laughs> probably in the oh, states man. right <laughs> I, who knows in the states i it's like if it's not on friends or the office everybody's like is it even a real thing <laughs> yeah. you, know? you got soccer
1: on the office so it's you're your, yeah you're fixed hey. for both major sports
0: We've made it happen. Yeah, and I'm see? I'm but proud of you. even that, I feel like it. It feels like that might have been an infiltration type situation, considering <laughs> it was a British office adaptation. And you Idris know, Elba
1: was the guy. Oh, so yeah, it might yeah, have yeah, been. It right. might have been.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, that's that's cool. I feel like we had talked about maybe the fact that that you were playing. I'll say football to keep it. Th- that's, oh, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. Now, how much time did you spend living in Wales? I was and there. What is that? culture kind of like um mm. in comparison because i hear that wales is very much its own culture is that true
1: it is true yeah that's right um so i was there i was born in wales and i lived there until uh i was 10 and i grew up speaking welsh went to welsh primary school wasn't allowed to speak english unless i was in english class um wow yeah 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 i would have if i hadn't moved to france and to england I mean, you might not know this, but my accent's kind of all over the place. I don't really sound like I'm from anywhere, um, apart from maybe London, but you might not have that context, or some listeners might, I don't know. But yeah, it it is quite different. It's a lot more small. I suppose small town would be the closest way to describe it. Um, But also, north and south is so different. The south is very mountainous, lots of valleys, and the valleys are kind of not enemies but kind of um, not all the valleys get yeah. on there's kind of all oh, my valleys better than your valley Not I've not lived in South Wales my dad is from there um, and the accent is beautiful there's more Welsh speakers in North Wales um, there's a big fight to kind of get the Welsh language back as the kind of national language because English is still yeah. widely spoken in Wales which you know kind of makes sense because yeah. We are part of the UK. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's been so long. I mean, it may have changed since I left. I haven't been to Wales in the past... Maybe five years now since I last went. So it's been a long time. So I yeah. don't trust anything of what I just said about Wales, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! None of it might I be gotta, true. I gotta
0: erase all of what I just learned. I'm sitting over here just taking notes. Like this is what we booking is. your
1: vacation there. Yes, yeah. Use yes, your knowledge.
0: I was, I was one click away from a flight straight. Found a beautiful Airbnb
1: in Aberystwyth.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yes, I was just writing down. Okay, they the valleys are fighting. That was the only note I. Had. There is
1: civil war in Wales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like the
1: media aren't happening. touching on it but it's the people happening people
0: in the valleys are dying but it's happening. It's just, <laughs> everything's escalating so fast. i really past. hope not <laughs> yeah like it's unbelievable i like, just i just leave this podcast walk out to my wife and i'm just crying she's like what's happening it's like the people in wales there's the a genocide <laughs> this you're not gonna believe it
1: oh this could go so <laughs> yeah. wrong
0: Oh man. So, this is another quick quick shift on Nice. It, the fact it's about time. you had you had, yeah, you were like, "Let's get off of genocide in Wales." All right? Let's <laughs> yeah. move to your two nominations with a step forward. Okay. I want to know about the award show experience. Mm. So, it was like, only one did you with find a step this forward. Out? Yeah. Um, oh what okay it was one with the Yeah, siblings. the other Have one you is been twice, is that right? The
1: other one is uh TMMP which is another TMMP. another um gotcha. the the multimedia platform I think or something like that. Um yeah. but yeah, so the process literally get an email um say hi Guil um you're up for a nomination to an award. It was a weird process because there was nomination then there was final nominations And then you wouldn't find out who won till the night. Obviously the winner would, but yeah, it was, um, a step forward is more established. So it was a, it was a bigger event than the other. Um, I was nominated at both for the lo-fi chill hop, whatever chill hop is. Apparently I make it. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're doing great, man. In the chill hop. uh, Well, that's all that's all I've
1: really (laughs) dreamed. Um. Yeah. But no, I mean, praise God, it's not anything I've sought to go after. I've never kind of thought about being nominated for any awards, mainly because, well, I didn't know there were any. But um, yeah, it was never yeah. a kind of goal of mine. Um, I lost both.
0: <laughs> um, but the 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 winner. I feel like I've brought up a uh, brought up some past trauma. Yeah. No. It's accident. it's you know this I'm actually I'm, a counselling podcast. I'm dealing with it. Um.
1: Yeah. I think. You know, it's hard, Jonathan, when you put your hopes yeah. up so high, and then someone who not many people have, have heard of in the That's form right. of Jonathan Ogden just come along and yeah. just... who? I don't know. I have no he idea. He just
0: sweeps in like he's already established with hundreds of thousands of listeners or something. That I don't guy, know.
1: he's so good, man. Oh, Jonathan he Ogden. He is. He's, um, he's been a massive influence, actually. I met him at yeah. the TMMP Awards, and he's such a nice guy. Um, really kind of really humble down to earth, just real guy. Um, And lyrically, I think he's unmatched in the Christian world at the moment. Amazing lyricist, a great musician. um, And he's Northern and that's really refreshing. It's not kind of a a posh Southerner, not that all Southerners are posh, Um, Uh but it's a Northern guy who's pursuing the Lord, pursuing what the Lord has called him to. And it's great, and yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't. I couldn't think of anyone better to, to take these awards.
0: Um, and the way I I, I met him once in Virginia. Oh, Peter, cool! By the way, and uh, it was funny because it was at a Rivers and Robots concert. Nice. And it was before I had recorded anything, mm. but I have I have one regret of the whole encounter, is that when I went, we went to take a photo, right? And I'm so tall. That, like, sometimes, like, my my ability to, like, side hug people, I can't decide if I'm, like, over top their shoulder, you know? Or if I'm, like... So, we go to side hug, and I, I like, ever so slightly... Put my hand on his waist, like Ooh. it was very awkward. And so I put it there, and out loud I said, "Hey, I'm gonna move my hand up." <laughs> so I moved my hand up to his shoulder, and he started laughing. But in that moment, I was like, "Well, this freaking sucks!" Like, what I'm amazed heck? he went really for the respect. side hug. Actually, I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean,
1: he was in America, wasn't he? Side hugs a big thing in America. Um, well,
0: you know, and it was a photo. You know, it's just yeah, like, just you hey, know, please was, like, the fans. The yeah, you know. It was probably cuz I showed up at his hotel, you know. That was what happened. No, no.
1: Jonathan, how tall are you? I am almost 6'3". Almost so 6'3". Okay, well, I am also yeah. almost 6'3".
0: So that oh, would uh... hey. What would we do if we went for a side I hug? I have no idea. Mid-arm. <laughs> yeah, we just we just run into each other. We just, it we is a, it's
1: impossible for us to hug. Yeah, well, a black hole like would fall. It's
0: like a it's like a force field between us. It is immovable forces. <laughs> yeah, two magnets. <forces>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two magnets. Oh. Just, we're trying. We're like, oh, I can't. What do I do? Uh, oh, how this did we is get the quality here? content? People are here. It really for, is. I'm it really here. is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm so, so glad the, I could the help. the award show, you you end up sitting there. You're competing with. I mean, we can say it. The biggest uh yeah the biggest deal in indie christian music honestly yeah, yeah, yeah one of the biggest contributors that's for sure um and he has how many songs against you by the way <laughs> because i think I remember oh yeah I told that's you. right he i think jonathan
1: had five songs nominated <laughs> <Yes>. against <laughs> i think there were only five people in it and like eight yeah. songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not sure how that adds up but um there were more Jonathan Ogden songs than, I think, nominees, uh, yeah. which, you know, it's it's a testament to... It really is. ...to, to the gift the Lord has given him, you know? Um, yeah. And there's so many great songs. I mean, Always Will Be is, is one of my favourites of his. It, yeah. He took the award as, yeah, he probably was, was right to. I mean, big guys yeah. were nominated. Saint was there, Stephen Bradley... Saint was in the same category and he's another kind of guy who's gone ahead and forged this kind of indie christian scene in the uk it's mainly him and jonathan ogden i think and wild and some other guys i'm forgetting who i'll offend who listen to this um but those <laughs> those were the big hitters and it was a blessing to be alongside them in a, in the same category included in that and again at, at the TMMP, I sat next to Jonathan. Sat next to Jemima, who took the award. Um, yeah. Amazingly, up against Martin Smith, who she's singing with tonight. I mean, what a Dude. what a world! And she's like, taking
0: her award with her. Can right? you imagine? And she's going to show. <laughs> look at me, like you remember this?
1: Oh, Martin! By the way, Martin, I beat are you, you. Jealous?
0: You want this? <laughs> I can't have it. <laughs> can't have it. Come get it. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want it? No. Nope. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's incredible. um I think I was at a gig again with Jemima. The uh, it's almost like we know each other, uh Jemima, the other yeah. day. Um, How did y'all
0: meet, by the way? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, was it yeah, through? Good question. It was. Sorry to hijack that whole. No, that's cool. That's cool.
1: It was at Bible College as well. She was at the same um colleges as myself, my wife, and wow. Jamie. Um, and yeah, we 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 hang out. She's one of the only. People, i still talk to actually from from college days i still talk to yeah. my wife and she was at college with me i'm really that's, happy it's reassuring yeah, isn't that's, it yeah <laughs> she, i
0: still i also still talk to my wife she's put up
1: with me days. for almost five years now so which, which is a real blessing
0: <laughs> that's awesome
1: yeah so that's how i know jemima and she
0: she gives you that good input you know that we were talking oh yeah about the music yeah
1: invaluable input i, I can put yeah, a price on yeah, it to be yeah, honest yeah. It's really helpful. Oh,
0: boy. Now, okay, so sorry. You were saying, though, that you were sitting with your mom and she took the award from Martin that night, just snatched it from him. Jonathan snatched the award from you. Yeah. But the whole process of being there, I want to know a little bit about, like, you arrive. What is that like? What, what is happening at this award show?
1: Yeah, so I get to we get to the step forward one. Um, I'll talk about that because, like I said, it's more established. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we'll get to the step forward one. And I'm not expecting what I walk into. I walk into this amazing church building, Ruach Church, I believe, in London. Um, amazing kind of cinema, old cinema. I don't want to put a date on it because I will get it wrong and I'll just be so embarrassed.
0: Um, <laughs> That'll I'll, be the clip I put out for people. Yeah, this way. is what yeah.
1: Will Davies said. He was wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I walk into this entrance hall and there's loads of kind of Christian media lined up with a red carpet like you see at actual award Whoa. ceremonies um yeah and there's guys it's like tbn are there um i don't know if god tv were there but tbn were definitely there and wow. um someone pulls me aside said hi are you wh- what are you doing here i said oh i'm an i'm a nominee um and then they said oh can i can can we interview you and so i say yeah sure okay and yeah, then uh, yeah. I find out it it is TBN. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I leave. I finish the interview, go back to my wife, um, who's uh, graciously come along despite not doing well with with kind of lots of people. Um, yeah, yeah. And then someone else walks up to be interviewed, and I turn around, and it's Graham Kendrick is being interviewed oh. by TBN after me, and I'm like. That's not that's not the right order. Graham Kendrick should be a... He, yeah, uh, <laughs> he should be it. higher on the list <laughs> of, of who's being interviewed next than me. Um, but I mean, Graham Kendrick was there. Uh, Les Moi was there. KXC guys who are quite big in the um, worship uh, UK world. They were there. Governor B was there. Um, Jonathan Sh- would have been there. Line of Judah were there. Um. Yeah. So a lot of names uh, of people I knew, people I'd listened to, and and seeing them in the flesh and being nominated alongside was a little bit surreal, to be honest.
0: Yeah, but you probably know, probably a little bit of like the the imposter. Exactly. Segment, exactly. But uh, like, oh, I, I had to... supposed to be someone else.
1: Yeah, I had to check it, check that mindset, and be reminded of who and how I got here. Uh, because yeah. it is it is all that the Lord has done it, there's there's nothing that I can say that, yeah, that was me, that was me because the Lord yeah. opened the door for arise to be written, produced, released, opened the door for us to collaborate to work together, yeah, um again to work with Mellow and um Isaiah who produced face like lightning to work with them it's all the lord who who opened the door, and you know if i if I had have won that night, there would have been nothing else said than glory to god because yeah my abilities are just what he's given me you know and i use them to the best that i can i try and grow them and whatever he wants to do with it he's free to to use it anyway he he will and that year it was nominated for two awards this year beginning of the year i really felt the lord was kind of opening the door for live shows ones that i hadn't organized myself you know um yeah. and amazingly um somehow that has proven true and the lord has has opened the door to a christian festival in the summer to yeah an award playing at an award ceremony that i was at as a nominee last year playing at the TMNP one this year um that's not been announced wow. yet by the way so uh oh, you're hearing it here first for... this,
0: this episode comes out in uh in June so a couple of okay. <laughs> we got two weeks it, it might. so will it be announced by then I don't
1: know maybe but doesn't matter oh man, we'll f-
0: it's like a roulette situation we'll see who is the the information <laughs> dropper him or or me yeah yeah for sure
1: man um yeah <laughs> nice. and and a couple other shows as well there's one in Norfolk that I'm playing and there is gospel hydration who do refresh nights both in the US yeah. now and have been doing them in the UK for a few years and it's amazing to to get a feeling of oh I think that might be what what this year is about, and just God graciously cool. confirming that um which is exciting man it's very exciting
0: so this this question i I asked Randy, and I might even just continue it as a a regular question is and and it I wasn't expecting to ask you this, but it is because we are in two different parts of the world, right, like the indie christian music culture in the u.s uh randy and i we kind of discussed it there there can be some some really good things and there can be some really bad things right but then as far as where you are the indie christian music culture what is your what is like your evaluation of what you've observed maybe the things that it can be improved maybe the things that are really incredible yeah what are your thoughts on that
1: um it's yeah it's so different from the states i feel like the states christian music is so much more established and recognized um Mm. both to its detriment and its kind of gain um like we don't really have one big christian um radio station like i know we all everyone jokes about songs that sound like or don't sound like um what's the what's the station called K Love. K Love. Exactly. Caleb, we all yeah. joke about K Love and that, but <laughs> they, we don't have Poor K Love.
0: They're not legit. That bad, I mean, I would <laughs> I would
1: take a K Love in the UK, to be honest. If there was a yeah. nationwide Christian radio that was well known, that was I was able to tune into on my car radio, um, I would take that. Uh but it just it just doesn't exist. Maybe it does, and I've yeah. not heard of it, I don't know. But I feel like that culture is established in the States. Um whereas in the UK I, I think somehow it's just kind of starting to grow with with I mean guys like Stephen Levkin um, who heads yeah. up one big family. He's he's a big aspect in 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 the US, but also starting in the UK with with Obf and that kind of community mm. um, growing in in the UK. Well, I'm there's a few meetups yeah. that happen with lots of indie artists. I say lots, there aren't that many. Um I could probably list off a few, but I will embarrass myself. I mean you've got you've got <laughs> Jonathan Ogden, you've got I think F- is Phil Shabbaton based in the UK. Um yes. Saints, like I yes. mentioned, Line of Judah, Praise is in the UK, Jemima, um, Caleb. I mean those those are the ones that might be more established than a lot of others. Sether are in the UK as well. Yeah, But, I mean, we don't have lots of kind of Jonathan Ogden-sized artists. Yeah, Whereas yeah. in the US, there's so many. But what I think we have in the UK is we don't have that celebrity culture, um, yes. which is a blessing, I think, particularly when there's award ceremonies. It's not a who can dress the best and who can look the greatest. It's a recognition of what the Lord is doing in this community of of music in this christian culture and i think that's a blessing what i'm worried about with these awards is that they lose the heart that they have now mm. and what their heart is is celebrating the culture uh, and celebrating what the lord is doing i'm nervous that it becomes more about their personalities and yeah, I, this was a the status of it yeah and this was a question i had to think about before attending is now how do i go about this in the kind of unlikely scenario that i would win what do i do i mean jonathan didn't attend one probably because of distance i don't know um and lots of may, many of the winners didn't actually attend weren't actually there i don't know if that was because of not wanting to contribute to a potential celebrity culture or whether yeah. it's just access issues. But, um, I think if I was told that I'd win, I don't think I'd go because I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about what the lyrics speak, speak of yeah. and who the lyrics speak of. Um, whereas in the U S you guys have like dove awards. Which is yeah insane, it's insane, and you yeah, have Christian artists going to the Grammys and and stuff like that, and yeah i'm it's
0: it is it's weird, man, like i, I the celebrity status situation it it even leaks into like the indie world of the u s too like that's a little bit of what Randy and I touched on in the last episode was this idea of when people start succeeding and doing really well, suddenly their opinion can, not everybody, there's a lot that don't do this, but there are a few that it feels like suddenly they see themselves as like the, um, like the ruler of it. And that now they have like reached this new level that others have to like really try to win their approval and all of, all of this, kind of pride stuff happening and then the culture around them is like award shows and nominations and if you get really good you might get signed to this really big Mm. record label that happens to have a christian wing in it and then you might end up at the grammys and it's kind of this really weird celebrity aspiring mentality and to
1: be honest in in the bio i sent you I kind of added in the nominations as a tongue-in-cheek joke because who who says yeah he's been nominated twice, he also lost.
0: <laughs> like it's it's hey look I haven't recorded my intro yet I could in there but you, you, you could never know. You, you could put it
1: in, um, but like it, it's not about the awards ultimately is it? Um, slightly changing the subject, yeah. I mean you you resonate with me on this. It's all about glory to God, um, yeah, and whether that does end in an award. Great, cool. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking that to heaven with me. I've got a greater yeah. reward in heaven. Um, and
0: well, you even said it early when you, you that mentality follows through even with how you view your listenership. You and I, we've had the conversation of we, well, we kind of we're at similar listener bases right now, and we almost have been the whole the whole ride, it seems. But the mentality in me is like when i had 10 monthly listeners on spotify i was like that's crazy yeah. that there are even 10 people that want to hear this and earlier you said something about there are 50 people that you know were listening to my music and i'd be content with them even now well that, that it's like that's how i feel as well because it's cool to see people appreciating the music but at the same time if that's not your purpose for doing it then that doesn't really yeah. please them. I got a
1: um I had a reminder what I think was it Instagram or Facebook? And I was thanking I was I was, it was a thank you post for like two hundred monthly listeners or something a year ago. Now I'm at something mm. I'm at about ten times that um yeah, yeah. and it's what it, it it's kind of confirmation that I am stepping into what the Lord has planned. Um yeah. And again, I'm not saying that having 50 monthly listeners isn't stepping into what the Lord has planned. I'm just saying that it's slightly further down the line. At at some point, I I do think that it will drop. I do think that I'll be back down. And am I scared? Am I worried? Am I paranoid about it? The human side of me says, yes, I'd quite like to stay above 2,000 a month, you know, because that... That looks good, that feels professional, that looks like I make music people want to listen to. Do I need to stay above 2,000 a month? No, I don't need to. What I need to do is keep doing what the Lord has called me to and keep pursuing what he puts in front of me. And whether that looks like thousands a month, whether that looks like, probably not, but who knows, a million a month. Whether Mm -hmm. that looks like 10, 50, 100 a month. I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing it because that's what the Lord has put on my heart. He's put on my heart songs that speak of him speak of what he does that aren't about me that are about him and what he's done in my life what he's doing in my life um I'm going to keep doing it whether it's 10 50 100 1000 whatever
0: yeah cuz ultimately we're we're just stewarding exactly something that's been handed to exactly. us exactly and if we're handed like you said a million monthly listeners it's like that's that's great like I want to steward this well I want to I want to handle it well I want to deal with it in a in a way that's beneficial and uh but if you're handed 10 monthly listeners and you still feel like god is pushing you to to write music and to create stuff that's pointing to him well then like do that for the 10 listeners mm, <laughs> yeah know, that's like well ultimately you're doing it for him but i'm saying like you don't change like oh man i only got 10 listeners so i'm not posting and you stuff.
1: you don't We're, know what that song going to do do you um for yeah. example how precious is all about the Lord creating us in our mother's womb, knowing us before we were born, having a plan for us. Um, I don't know what that song. Who's who's listening to that song? I don't know where yeah. that song is going to. I don't know that person's background. Whether that person has felt undervalued, whether that person has felt felt like trash their whole life, where they have not grown up with a parent, they've not grown up with their dad, their mum around. That that song might have a powerful effect on their life that might turn someone to the lord by the work of his holy spirit i don't know um and that's not for me to know that's for the lord to to do you know and that that's a beautiful thing to one day end up in in heaven and maybe for someone to say oh you're you're you you wrote how precious that song changed (laughs) my life and if that happens that is more valuable to me than any award a step forward can give me I would love for that to happen. That'd be incredible to know that effort um, that was put into that song, that any song has been used for God and his kingdom and brought salvation. That would be incredible. That would be amazing. And I pray that songs are used for that.
0: Dude, that's amazing. That's, I mean, I don't know. We we made it. We did like some serious stuff in here too. You know, Who we, we, would have you I, thought it? We just we actually made it happen. <laughs> and if, for those listening to, it, it's funny. I I was on a I was on another podcast for a long time called the Taco Boys Podcast. Shout out Taco friend, Boys. Christian. We we did like two hundred episodes or something, and we kept saying, "Will, we've got to get you on." We haven't even
1: we, done an accent, Jonathan. We, Oh We've not even done accents. Oh man. What a, we have hit an you hour hear my
0: squeaky chair? An hour. Be, okay. That's right. how amazed you were. we you know what? Well, it's gonna happen now that we've got it up. <laughs> Will I want to hear I've gotta give you a good southern okay. American okay. accent. Thank you. And this could be this could be Instagram potential or something oh, no. like that, you know? Oh, who no. knows? Oh no. Um let me think about this. What is uh I'm trying to think here. What what does a good Southerner enjoy? They like they like fried food. They like American football. I'm going to make you, you say you, it, just
1: regular You football, keep talk you, know? you keep talking. I'm going to grab yeah. something. I'll be right back. That's I fine. Promise. Go for
0: okay. it. I'm I've got to process this out loud with the people. So Dude. all right. As you as you run and go. Uh but the the American people, they like fried chicken. They like uh they like soda, right? Anything that's going to It's going to pack on the weight I feel like they enjoy. And then American football. So maybe it's like, I'm going to go to the ballpark. No, that's that's baseball. Baseball feels more American, but football feels more Southern. So I'm going to be going to the football field, and I hope that they are serving fried chicken or something like that might work. I don't know. I see that Gwil is back. I'm wondering if he's brought like a prop or something like that. You're you're not ready ready for this. I- I'm not ready. No. I feel like I might be ready for it. I don't know what to expect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I was. You not were not ready, ready for this. It. I don't even I was... support the Cowboys. <laughs> 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 for for those who are not watching the video version of this on Spotify or by YouTube, Gwil uh, just walked out with a, I mean, a straw hat. It's it's with,
1: a beautiful with, thing, is what it is. You're not. It's you're... a
0: Dallas Cowboys themed. <laughs> Straw. I don't feel like you're describing yeah, okay. it really accurately Yeah I how do I how do how would you it's like a gardening it's a, type situation It's a
1: piece of art
0: Yeah it is <laughs> it's it's a masterpiece Sorry I um I feel like I really You got tangled up here Yeah a little bit I'm good The the Okay so I've got your sentence for you are you ready okay. I need you to say I'm going to go to the Dallas Cowboys game I hope they have Fried chicken.
1: My father-in-law is is from <laughs> Dallas. Well, from Texas. Um, he's not from Dallas. He's from Texas. So you
0: got to channel your father-in-law. Well,
1: he's been in. He's been in England for twenty-five years. So <laughs> oh, that's right. That's <laughs> um, right. Never mind. Twenty-three.
0: Twenty-three. <laughs> Y'all got him. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going to go so wrong. It's okay, because I'm going to allow you to throw it right back to okay, me. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to leave you in the dark and be like, well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go to the Dallas Cowboys football game. I hope they got some fried chicken.
0: <laughs> you know, dude, I'm going to be honest. That was pretty good. Um, you're too <laughs> it was, kind. It also kind of hurt my brain to hear your voice in an American accent. Yeah, I've, I yeah. feel like I'm going to do really bad. I'm going to take so. this off now. You're you're fine. You, I mean, I thought you were just going to leave it all on the record. It's of this, it's
1: very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> now here's here's the question: Is as far as a nice uh, accent goes, for me, what what phrase do you feel like would best sum up? Um, I'm not going to say Welsh. That would be overly complicated for me. I think. Um, what would be a good phrase for me to try out okay to to give a nice let's just call it a nice uh we'll say british accent london whatever you want to oh, say oh okay Island, we're, go, we're
1: gonna now. go right london geezer all right oh right london geezer i'm
0: just gonna say oi that's
1: right good. london geezer right governor <laughs> um so you need to say
0: <laughs> okay
1: all right geezer did you see the game on the tv the other day
0: Okay, so all right, geezer, did you see the game? That's the a lot shorter than. So, and, and I'm supposed to like say kind. this in like the most. I mean, are we talking like Oliver Twist level accent? Yeah, you know, I feel
1: like that could that could be quite that could be quite <laughs> you accurate.
0: You think that will work I, for you? Well,
1: right. no, will it work? I don't know, but. <laughs>
0: yeah, <I'm, laughs> it' It's gonna be aggressive. That's the only way I know how to do this. Oi, Type of accent is oi, oi, geezer. You watched the game on TV today. That's
1: it. You went very Australian.
0: I know. That's the problem is every time I go to do this. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Another shrimp on the barbie, mate.
1: (laughs) Okay, we're we're back to where I thought this podcast would be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now we've we've come all the way full circle to what it it was meant to be, if we're being honest. So good. Oi Giza is going right back into oh, my Giza. normal, everyday vocabulary. Oh, please
1: now. take Giza to the States. Yeah, that will make me so I'm happy.
0: Take it. I'm going to be almost the evangelist for that Thank phrase. Thank you, bro. I'm just going to share it to, to everybody. Let me I'm just tell you how to how now. to
1: spell it properly. It's not E-R okay. at the end, because that would be too simple. G-double-E-Z-A ah. is, 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 is Giza, is the way I would put it. Yeah.
0: I I am going full Australian. And you know what? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It, it, Never go it, full it Australian. I feel like you you definitely outdid me this round. But maybe the next time not so much i'll start practicing but well i think you anyway, check
1: the lish- listenership before you invite me back on
0: <laughs> i just i look at the chart and it's a massive dip right as my accent starts yeah no we're not Everyone doing that again stop listening yeah no 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 never mind we're not doing another challenge dude gwilt thank you for being on here dude and uh you're just it's it's really cool to just even today when i was scrolling through your music to see the shift and the change and all that you're doing great and yeah, thanks for being a friend as well. We'll we'll have to talk and we we're gonna write together. That's what we, we keep saying. We're gonna write we need again. To. So thanks for, for hopping on here and for those listening, go check out Gwill Davey. Go follow him. What is your Instagram? What is that? All that good stuff for It you? is Gwill
1: underscore Davy Music. I'm sure you'll have it typed up somewhere. Um,
0: yeah, find. I'll put it in the show notes. Ooh. see how official that wow. was? Two episodes in. <laughs> oh, well man. done, bro. Yeah, I'll put it down there. I'll, I'll put that and I'll put a link to your music and all of that good stuff. So thanks for being on. Thanks for having me on, man. I will, I will talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you probably later today. Yeah,
1: after you <laughs> press record again. Yeah,
0: After I hang on, you know, <laughs> After I hit the recording right now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Indie Christian Music Podcast. I was super excited to be able to talk to my friend here, Will. And I'm excited to see what else this podcast is going to be bringing up in the future. So go ahead and support the podcast. You can do that by checking out the description below and checking out our sponsor for the episode. It's Holy Guacamole. Go check them out. That will help me out as well. You can also rate this podcast. Give it a five-star rate. That would be awesome. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to it on Apple Music, on Spotify, any of that stuff. But it also is on my own YouTube channel, Jonathan Allen Wright. You can follow Indie Christian Music on TikTok. You can follow Indie Christian.music on Instagram and keep up with everything that is happening. Go check out Gwill's music. It'll be a good investment, I promise. Thanks so much for listening. See ya.